Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is a good morning. I'm alive and I want to thank God for that. And if you are listening to my voice, it means that you are alive also. And if you haven't taken a little time to talk to the one that have given us life this morning, or take some time out and let him know how much you appreciate him and all that he has done and all that he is doing in and through your life. The songwriter, what a word, Charles Gabriel. For me, it was in the garden he prayed, not my will but thine. He had no tears for his own griefs, but sweat drops of blood for mine. How marvelous, how wonderful, and my song shall ever be. How marvelous, how wonderful is my Savior's love for me. And that's what we are talking about. We are talking about the love of God. Morning after morning, we are dealing with this matter of the family. We started looking at God's blueprint for the family. God's blueprint for the family. We are looking at the creation of management in the family. We closed last morning when we shared with you from Genesis chapter 3 and verse number 16. Unto the woman, he said, I will multiply thy sorrow. Thy conception in sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband and he shall rule over thee. The wife desire shall be subject to her husband. Now, as I was studying this, I found out that there are different schools of thoughts on this portion of scripture. Some connect this with the preceding clause, rendering it to say, although in sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, yet thy desire or longing shall be to thy husband. Others say, unto thy husband shall be thy obedience, meaning that the desire of the woman shall be subject to the authority and the will of her husband. Another scholar says that it means the desire of the woman will be to lord or rule over her husband. Think of that last one and uh, think of it seriously. And we can notice what's going on today and see which one really means what it says. The husband shall rule over his wife. Now, let me be quick to say that this does not mean that the husband was made to be more important than his wife or that he was given dictatorial power over her. It was the establishment of order for the preservation of the home. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 4, he said, The wife hath not power over her own body, but the husband. And likewise also the husband hath not power over his own body, but the wife. Now, this speaks of equality of persons, none more super than the other. For in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 3, he says, But I would have you know, that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. Let, let me read that again for you. We are talking about God's creation and management. We look at the creation of man, we look at the creation of marriage, and now we are looking at the creation and management, how God set this 
thing up to work because we got to go to the manual. It, 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 we, we wouldn't find out how it's going to work unless we go to the manual. And it doesn't make much sense to go to the manual just to read it and not allow the manual to say something to us and to follow what it says. So in 1 Corinthians 11, 3 says, But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ and the head of the woman is the man and the head of Christ is God. It speaks of the different functions. Now, God has designed the management structure of the family. And again, I say, if we want it to work right, we must go back to the drawing board and see what was the original intent. What God had in mind when he ordained this, when he, when he created this, when he structured this. God has designed the management structure of the family. How is it designed? He designed a woman and a man to be married. He designed Adam and Eve, if you go to the Bible. I am sure many of you have heard before, and if you have not, you will hear it this morning. God had never designed Adam and Steve, Adam and Eve, he and she, not he and he. Nor had he ever designed Eve and Genevieve, Adam and Eve, not Eve and Genevieve, not she and she. God designed a male and a female, a husband and a wife. That's what God's design is. God's design is one man to one woman. When God created Eve, watch this carefully, he did not create Genevieve. He created Eve and he did not create Genevieve. One woman he created because there was one man. God's blueprint for the family places all of us under authority. And as his children, we all should submit to his authority. And bear in mind, I'm presuming that I'm speaking to children of God who believes the word of God, who says that we obey God. The essence of submission is not getting under the domination of authority. No. What is it? It is getting under the protection of authority. Authority is not there to dominate anyone. It is there to protect man. Christ is over man. And he's there to protect man. He has placed man as head of the woman. There to protect the woman. That's what it is there for. Authority is like an umbrella of protection. And when you get out from under it, we expose ourselves to unnecessary temptations which are too strong for us to overcome. Let me illustrate. If you leave from home and you got your umbrella with you, and your umbrella is strong enough and broad enough and thick enough, you could open your umbrella and when it begins to rain, you position your umbrella and you can walk through the rain and don't get wet. The umbrella is not there to dominate you. The umbrella is there to protect you. But when you come out from under the umbrella, even though the umbrella is there, you will get wet. And that's the way it is with God's authority. It's an umbrella of protection. This is why, you see, we expose ourselves to unnecessary temptations which are too strong for us to overcome when we step out from under God's umbrella of protection. Hmm. This is why scripture compares rebellion 
as witchcraft. In 4 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 23, the Bible says, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he also has rejected you from being king. God wants us to obey his word. And when we obey his word, we get his benefits. Time is out. We will pick up next morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, day by day as we go through this, we ask that you be with us. We ask that you guide us. We ask that you help us, dear God, that we would see what you are saying to us and we'll be willing, Lord, to follow you. Thank you for every family. I pray you'll meet every need of everyone. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. May God bless you. Have a great day as we put together these things that we have learned from the word and endeavor to make stronger families for the Lord. Love you. God bless.